Charles, good morning, Mohammed. Morning, Sakina. Morning to the listeners. Now, um, those numbers uh, that we were talking about yesterday, the manufacturing data, um, they came out and disappointed, not unexpectedly, though. Yeah, not unexpectedly, uh, Sakina. We, we saw manufacturing production. This is still for November, so bearing in mind, we'd still wait for one more data print to round off 2015's numbers. But it fell by around 1% on a year-on-year basis, which was marginally worse than the, than the consensus expectations. Uh, like you say, not unexpected. We've had a South African PMI, which you use as a leading indicator uh, to inform whether the, the sector is in expansion or contraction. We've had that in, in very negative territory for quite some time, and that's, in fact, even guiding to further weakness in that sector. So, unfortunately, this just confirming a rather bearish view for, for, for last year's growth, as well as, I guess, the outlook for, for the manufacturing sector for this year. And unfortunately, the worrying thing here is that we're, we're unable to capitalize on that significantly weaker rand. Uh, the size of our manufacturing sector as a percentage of this economy has fallen over the, the last many, many years now. And unfortunately, we're just not positioned as a manufacturing powerhouse. Now, on top of that, Sakina, the interesting thing here is that even if we were to consider an industrialization tri- type of program in South Africa, this would be in the context of global production capacity uh, of which there remains in excess. Uh, and so on that basis, I certainly still continue to see a rather downbeat outlook, not just for the sector, but for the economy at large, uh, certainly into 2016. And then um, AGOA, Mohammed, and lots of talk still around AGOA. And just looking at some of the messages uh, that came through here, and I want to read a few of them to you so that uh, perhaps you would answer some of these questions that our listeners pose. Mm-hmm. Shezi says, uh, what does it mean to clear the goods on arrival uh, in this AGOA deal? Uh, will it not be subject to scrutiny anyway? And then Lutando Ndebu says, um, can you find out um, if the expected poultry from the U.S. will be labeled as such or what brand they'll be sold as? Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, uh, those are quite uh, technical questions, and, and I, I certainly assume, first of all, in terms of clearing them on arrival, uh, what they would want is certainly not for the goods to be sitting for an extended period of time, not for the process to be drawn out. Uh, uh, the sense I get right now, because when I saw the headlines in terms of another 60-day deadline from Barack Obama to South Africa, I thought, but didn't we just have a deadline that's just expired? This is an extension of a deadline. Uh, and the rationale behind the Sakina, and it, it partially answers the questions that were actually asked here, is I get the sense that the United States is not uncomfortable with the fact that we made commitments to them that, you know, we've sorted out some of the issues, but they want to hold us to that. They want to make sure that implementation here then uh, isn't poor enough such to actually undermine the, the agreement that has actually been reached. So uh, the, the extension of the deadline, as I see it right now, as well as a lot of the talk around goods being cleared on arrival and that kind of stuff, is certainly uh, geared towards ensuring that the implementation of getting U.S. goods onto South African shelves uh, is done in an uh, expeditious manner, uh, and effectively that meaning uh, that the benefits of this trade agreement will accrue sooner rather than, uh, than later. Mm. And then um, Chinese trade data breathing some life into the markets this morning, Mohammed. Yeah, it, it, it seems as though it's helped sentiment somewhat. 
Uh, what's interesting here, Sakina, so we've obviously seen the impact of a slightly weaker Chinese yuan uh, assisting somewhat in terms of the Chinese trade data. This is trade data for December. Uh, we saw uh, in dollar terms, at least, we saw the exports falling, but still falling by, by a much smaller margin than the market is expected. Uh, imports falling by a slightly larger margin. And so on, the, on, on net-net, we've actually seen their trade balance rise. It's now at $60 billion U.S. dollars for the month of December. And just to provide some sort of context for the listeners, uh, South Africa's total foreign exchange reserves, this is what we've stashed away in terms of our reserves, uh, in terms of months of import cover, we only come through at around $40 billion U.S. dollars. So in one month, China has made one and a half times uh, the surplus, uh, one and a half times what South Africa's total reserves are. That gives you a sense of oh. scale. Uh, that's certainly giving the market some share. We've got Asia up this morning, uh, following on the back of Wall Street that was positive yesterday, and hopefully that would filter through into our markets today. Well, sobering there. Thank you so much, Mohammed Nala, analyst at NetBank Capitals. This is AM Live on SAFM, where the conversations you'll have today begin.